Yo, Ush. What's up, Kels? I want to introduce you to this girl. Think I really love this girl. Yeah. Man, she's so fine. Straight up, dog. She stands above five four. Coca Cola Redbone. Damn. She's, she drives a black Durango. License plate say Angel. Tattoo on her ankle. Plus she making pesos. Got a crib on P Street. P Street. Put it on 17th Street, and I call it TT. Wait a minute, hold on, dog. Do she got a kid? Yeah. So she loves Waffle House? Yeah. Do she got a beauty mark on her left side of her mouth? Went to Georgia Tech, worked for TVS. Man, I can't believe this shit. Damn. <laughs> Tell me what's wrong, dog. What the hell are you damning about? All right, all right, cut, cut it, cut it. Cut it right now. Cut it right now. Kels, man, Kels, man. Cut it right now. Kels, what happened? Where's Young Jock? What? What do you mean? Where is Young Jock? He's in Atlanta, how many, probably. How many damn times I told you we need Young Jock here? Look, cows, man. This this between you and I. We talking about the same girl here. This ain't about this ain't about Young Jock. No, no. I, I told you in two thousand two. Every damn song, it need a Young Jock verse. When I'm when I'm sixty two years old, doing my 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 thirty third Christmas album, who's gonna be on the the hook of uh, have, a, have a very, very good Christmas. It's going to be young, young fucking jock. All right. Who's going to be the best rapper of 2014 summer um, with the hit banger, uh, Where's My uh, Fucking Whip in Atlanta, Georgia? Young jock. All right. Well, I, I don't know young jock. Well, you know what? You know what Young Jock likes? What does he like? Other than artisanal cheeses and Heelys. And meeting you at the mall? He, he loves meeting me at the mall. Shout out Woodside Square Mall. You know, that's where we be at. Shout out you know, Macau. What's good, everyone? High Top Flip Flops, episode 13. It's real late at night. We're back in Pickering, as always. And as I said last week, every time we do the show, it's a very special show because we've always got... The most crazy lineup. We got people standing up right now. <laughs> RJ, sit down, man. Jack's taking off his jackets because there's too many people crowded in this basement. It's getting real hot, but that doesn't matter. Today we've got a uh, gang of hooligans who I've a few who I've known for uh, a few years now, a few who I've met two minutes ago, a few who I've met maybe a month or so ago. But either way, this 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 gang this. This jungle clan. This I don't jungle know what to clan. Call it <laughs> the gorilla clan. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a better word here. I'm stumbling for my words. Um, these guys here do a, a lot of crazy shit from a lot of different perspectives and through a lot of different mediums. Uh, and why I brought them here is because for the first time on the show, we've kind of got uh, a group of people, um, a collective, if you will, who genuinely work together and are actually. <laughs> are doing something that's kind of bigger than, than their own projects. And I think that's something that's very, very special. Uh, but before I go on to the show, it's your boy Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. <laughs> AKA Fuck Young Jock. <laughs> to my left, I have my boy Nivek. What's going on, man? Um, it's Nivek, a.k.a. Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Aziz Bansari, a.k.a. Mr. Run Up On Your Girl, Say Hello, Then Run Away, a.k.a. Mr. Uh, let Me Talk To You In The Bando, a.k.a. Uh, are those your carpets or are those my carpets? Um, and, you know, we got some other guys here. We're going to go around, you know, say what's up. Hi, my name is Tyler. 
<laughs> He's been on this show before. Go no. listen to episode six. Go listen to Time Away. You already know what it is. To his left, we have our new friend Eric. Eric, how are you doing today, man? What's up, guys? Nice to meet you. Doing all right. <laughs> Eric's a tall guy. He's got a deep voice. Picture From, it. Picture it. Picture it in your head right now. Architecture <laughs> student. Shaved head. Jeez. Crazy oh. visuals. That's We're nice. going in hard. <laughs> Hey, to his left, we got this guy, <laughs> El Salvadorian, Patrick Perez. Hi, guys. What's up? Yo, this is mute. The light, no, red light is not. still good? We're good? Yeah, oh, we're yeah, good. we're good. Okay. Hi, I'm Patrick. So you know, this, you, you know this guy. You know this guy's an audio head when he's checking out. Checking yeah, out I was worried. I was worried. I didn't want to ruin your podcast. No, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Hey. Never, man. You never ruin the pod. Rule number one. Hey. You can never ruin the pod. Unless you say racist shit. Really? I mean, realistically. Okay, you know what? We're going to allow it for this podcast. Okay. Go in on the racism. <laughs> oh! Uh, okay. Oh. All right, no, Oh, man. yeah, we're diverse here. We're diverse Yeah, about. we're catching hot lawsuits after this one, but that's fine. You know, we're going over the bang. Patrick, man, how's your how's your day at work today? Where do you work, man? Uh, I work at Zoomies Fairview Mall Shout Retail. Out Fairview. Hey, Shout, out Shout out Zoomies. Shout out Zoomies. Hey, man, let's, uh, let's give a round of applause. Work with this guy, works. too. Anywhere it works, retail, man. Yes. It was a tough season. It was a tough last season. Yes, oh my you know God. What I mean? um, Christmas season is done, yeah, right? Everyone's recovering. Yeah. Everyone's recovering. Well, yeah, we made it alive, you know? Yeah. To your left, you look, would you like to introduce who's, who's sitting to uh, your right? Sorry, can you AKA me too? Ooh, that's uh, you put on the spot. Uh, I'm AKA myself if you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you can do it. Yeah, well, let me just introduce left. myself. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you already yourself, know. Man. This is Zach Grizzly, AKA Jaden, AKA Xavier Everett, AKA Mr. Share Your Girl with Krish. AKA, I, I mean, yeah, sure. AKA yeah. the guy that's uh, next in line. AKA, I'm gonna pass it to Jacob. What's up, Jacob? Lower fifth. I make beats. Uh, yeah. And uh, and to his right is probably the only person here I care to talk to, because uh, <laughs> I probably only heard him say three words in his whole entire life. Uh, you know, we've had a special guy on the show called uh, Young Anno, uh, AKA Mr. Gobsmack, but I think. This guy to my right, uh, RJ, pretty much compares to him in terms of just like legendary characters. <laughs> RJ, what's the first word that comes to your mind right now? Oreos. Perfect. Uh, hey. Oreos. How did he do that? <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> so so good. It's such a it's such a good choice. Like yeah. everyone loves Oreos. Everyone loves Oreos. Oreos. That's right, RJ. Man, where did you? Uh, I'm assuming that's not a part of your your real name. Where did where did that nickname or where did RJ Oreos come from? Are you black? Well, it's a funny story, actually. It was back in high school with uh, me, Tyler, and another guy. What was, what was the other guy's name? Michael Dundas. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Dundas. Dundas. Shout out Dundas. It was like our first time smoking weed. <laughs> Maybe not the first time, but we just started. And we just decided that we should all change our last name to a food. <laughs> to a food. Yeah. So, that? Michael Dundas became Michael Dunkaroos. <laughs> uh, okay, that was a good choice. Good Tyler choice. J. Santos became Tyler J. Sandwiches. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and RJ Obina became RJ Oreos. Wow. Uh, I've been the only one who's kept it since then. Wow. OG, OG, day one. Yeah. Well, RJ's a real one. I real played one. hockey with Michael Dundas. <laughs> <laughs> was he any good? Yeah. Really? He's I tough. think so. Who scored more goals? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's Facts. all. Facts. 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 Also, quick round of applause to your uh, first time smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a great time. Always a great time. Well, not always. Jeez. Hey, everyone has a time. <laughs> so now that we've gone around and introduced everyone here, um, obviously we've got so many kind of stories to share here. Um, so many different 
viewpoints and perspectives to share through, you know, everyone's different craft or, or everyone's creative medium, if you will. Uh, but is there any one of you who would kind of like to share a little bit about, uh, maybe we'll start with uh, how you guys decided to kind of get together or, or when was the, when was the kind of like, yeah, big point for you guys who were just like, hey, you know oh what, I think... Yeah, making something, making some art together is like something we want to do, you know? It's this guy. It was all because of this guy. Patrick well, passing the totem Well, actually, it was initially this guy, Eric. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Eric was the one, He's he was always been like, you should work with other people. Like I've always been really independent just working on my, my own. I was making dance music back in the day. Right. And then uh, he was showing me a lot of artists from Toronto, and I wasn't feeling it. I just like, I didn't feel that that honest in their music and I'd be like oh that's cool but it's not me yeah and then he showed me one of Ty's tracks it was um it was that Earl that Earl beat what was it called Hive? again was it Hive? uh what was solace was solace the solace yeah, cover right, 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 right. Right. Covered that whole oh, thing. Yeah. so he covered the whole <laughs> yeah. thing right and so from there I was just like shit like that sounds like something I would I would fuck with I was really into solace too so hearing the, like his side of it was really it was really cool and then i w- went like researching all his music right. digging deep going through all this stuff and then i heard uh dirtbag blues and that's uh, what man. like everything just clicked i was like these guys won't understand me right and so i hit up i hit up zed on uh soundcloud money hand money hand <laughs> We were talking, and it was it was funny because that day that I decided to come to Pickering, yeah. I messaged him, and he was like, "I'm from Pickering," and <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, I'm from here." Yeah, I'm, I'm like, "Yo, we're probably like walking distance yeah, away." Yeah. But man, <laughs> yeah. So I met I met them because of Eric actually, right. and uh, uh, well, before that, then I met well, I heard about you through. Uh, Stuart, who I went to yeah. university with, okay, okay. we studied architecture yeah. together. So, yes, we went to school for a long time. We, we kept like in touch the whole time throughout school, worked on projects together. And yeah. he's like, I wanted to keep uh, Patrick in because, or I want to keep him in the loop. So, when I was talking to Stuart about Patrick, he's like, Yo, you should, guys should check out TJ. That's how you know. I went to their high school. The year before they came, before I moved to Pickering. So like uh, Braybuff College, like yeah, he, yeah, he went in grade, when you're in grade nine, but yeah. we're world, going right? into grade nine when he left. I was so, supposed okay. to meet them, but yeah. I left. Yeah, you did. Met them after. At the right time, though. Yeah. At the right uh, time. I think it was yeah, perfect timing. Okay, so so Eric, you and Patrick went to high school together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So well, we never met him through high school. Right, but you never met Tyler through high school. But you two had known each other through high school. Yeah. Okay. But we were like never. We were never close in high school. Right. It was it literally like the friendship built after high school. We we played basketball together in the league. Hey, right. And ever wow. since we wow. wow. all bringing yeah. people together. Were you, just, point, were you point guard? Uh yeah. <laughs> were you power? Were you a power forward? I was center. Oh man, I have man. I feel like tall white dudes. In the GTA, <laughs> or literally anywhere. Like I have a, a few friends in Peterborough. Literally, these people who you never expect to play basketball. Someone when they were like fourteen was like, "Hey man, you ever think about playing ball? <laughs> about hooping?" And I started to Hooping. say you get sucked in, man. Yeah, but, uh, I fucking suck at basketball. <laughs> man, last episode I was telling a story about how I tried out for my basketball team eight years in a row and never 
Never made that cut. Dude, it's a grind. It's yeah. it's a grind, and now here I am. You know, <clears throat> I don't play basketball at all. But it's okay, you know. But the thing is, are they still playing basketball? Oh, everyone. Oh, everyone. <laughs> Shit, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you fuck up. <laughs> some, are, some are doing prep school. You know, I don't know. I don't personally know anyone who. Uh, oh, Pine Ridge. Yeah, yeah true, I don't true, know true, anyone true, personally true, who's true, gone true. to league, but definitely a lot of guys who went to prep. I actually have a crazy story, man. Um, you know, this is probably a good time for a soup it up segment. Soup it up is a oh, segment like, where yes. we talk about. <clears throat> Yeah, we talk about something that made us real salty in the week, you know, or, or maybe not in the week. Uh, this story I'm going to recount from grade 12. Um, there's this guy, you know, I'm not even going to say his name because I'm not going to stoop bleep, that low. Bleep. Okay, yeah, exactly. true, true, true. So say his name real quick. Uh, Habubakar Mutombo, oh. man. This guy. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, this I guy. Not that yeah, I didn't expect guy, that. I did not this expect guy has, that. This guy has relations to the Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, in what, in what way are the lineages there? I'm not sure. But anyways, he went to my high school. Last name, that's all. And, you know, he was like, he was good at ball. Um, he's always rocking, crazy swag, yeah, cool guy. Definitely, everyone was like, "Yo, this guy might go to league." Yo, he's related to Dikembe, bro. Anyways, anyways, in my final year of high school, this is where shit gets a little like okay. pathetic here. But anyways, on my spare, I would go. I had a friend who was also on the podcast, Hussein. He's a year younger than me, and he was in a grade eleven mixed math. So on my spare. I would go to his mixed math class and just help him and other fans in the class. What? Either way, what a hero. dark Real time. Guru. Dark Real time. Guru. Anyways, Nerd. so but shut the fuck up. I'm gonna class on my spare. This man, you know, you know what? You saying that now is just gonna make this story even more sadder. So, oh, uh, so oh car, man. This guy's trying to. This guy's trying to pass. This guy's just trying to pass his class so he can play on the ball team, whatever it is. Blah blah blah. So he's saying, introduce me to him. He's like, yo, my friend Chris, you can probably help you with math. So I start coming on my spare. I start helping this guy with his math, whatever. Ends up passing the course. It's all good. He's like, hey, you know, big ups. Thank you for helping me out, whatever. I'm like, cool, man. Like, best of luck. Do your thing. I graduate. <laughs> summer, <laughs> summer comes through. He's gonna. He's moving on to some prep school. I don't even know what it is. True. Uh, <clears throat> Batman, Dark Knight Rises comes out that summer. Oh, wow. We're at that late, like, 10 p.m. show or whatever. He's coming out of the 9 p.m. show. I see him, I'm like, yo, I haven't seen this man all summer. Toss up the hand for a wave. None. This guy has, he has his hat on. He lowers the brim and just keeps walking, man. Ooh. I kid you not. I kid you not, man. My heart just sank. Mainly because I had six other people behind me completely see me wave to someone who just tilted there and walked away. Uh, but that was the day, you know, I really had to, uh, really had to think about, you know, you know how, much, how much good you can really share with the world or at what point you kind of have to gauge who deserves and who doesn't. Nah. But I suppose at the same time, you can, you can really only find out afterwards. But, mm. um, end of story, mm. you know, fuck you, dog. I don't yeah, think you ever made you. it to league, so. Ha, ha, loser. Was his grandpa? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> like, 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 like an uncle, maybe. This uncle's like fucking 60 or some shit, bro. Like, man, you know what? Damn, I really feel for that. So, Habubakar, Wherever you are, um, you're damn lame. Ha! What are you, what are you up to now, huh? Do you call us the podcast in both... the suburbs of your hometown? No, you never left no, or... loser. All right. Let's <laughs> so uh, we'll move on so, from there. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but back to what we were talking about. Um, so, um, Patrick, you very briefly mentioned that house music was something that you produced. You started doing that back in high school? Graduating high school. Graduating high so, school. So, yeah, when I was 18. Okay. 18 is when and, I started producing. Uh, at that point in time, who would you say, like, three people you were listening to heavy? If it was the house music that you are Oh, God. Uh, like, if you're going to say Tiesto, if you're going to say David Guetta right now, it's cool, man. But you got to be honest. Be honest. Please don't say David Guetta. 
Please no. hate. Uh, like thing, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the guys uh, that I really was listening to was Dead Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead Mouse was a G because he just had yeah. all the gear. Yeah, and he was very, sure. he was always just like, fuck the mainstream. He was mainstream, so he was very hypocritical, but like, uh, Dead Mouse was one guy that I really liked because he did also have like, he would go mainstream, but then he would do like the stuff that he really actually wanted to do, which was like the techno. Right. And I'm like, yo, that's sick. Yeah. And uh, like Swedish House Mafia, you know, just course, yeah. just those guys that every DJ would play, For you know, sure. but because they were good, they were like good at the at at its time, you right. know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that shit's lame now because everybody did Everybody's exactly what those it. guys yeah. did. Yeah. But I was the same. Like, I listened to both of those guys when yeah. I was in end of high school too. Any, anything in, it, in its inception like that is always going to be sick right like before this podcast even started like uh, I feel like it's peak yeah Jaden and Jacob were kind of talking about how like uh, we're talking about grime music a little bit which is obviously in the in the <coughs> forefront right now you know big ups to Skepta or whoever it is like all those guys um, Wiley and whoever uh, but there there was a point in time where like this one didn't really matter to anyone and you've got to think about anyone in the UK or anyone who was listening to Grime in its inception and what they think of it now too, right? And mm-hmm. where it's kind of gone. Like, you think about like house music or like EDM music yeah. in like 2014 and you just hate, you just hated yourself thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. um, like, what was his name? Martin Garrix, Animal? That song yeah, just Martin kind of like, Animal. was like the next kind of like was that leap, right? on every single NBA vine. Yeah, that yeah, song exactly, was fucking exactly. I remember going to Vel, like the first year of Vel that ever came and it was just, it was kind of sad because the main stage, there's like thousands of people playing, like thousands of people there watching yeah. the DJ. And every DJ that headlined would at least have to have Martin Garrix Animal in yeah. their set. It's just like people are just hearing the same song over yeah. and they're just. They're happy. Too. They're, they're happy, happy because yeah. they're on drugs. But yeah, yeah. Other <laughs> than that, like I, I wanted to just see like what's they, what are they about, not like what's yeah. in, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course, right? You got to think of these DJs. Yeah, I mean, one, how much money they're getting paid, and two, like, mm-hmm. uh, like I remember, uh, like, one of the clubs that where I went to school, they would just play like top forty songs, and then map like mix in Animal, and then they play <laughs> another top forty song, and then mix in Animal. It's like, man, you guys can't tell how fucking played out this <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, like, this is just sadness. I also mm-hmm. went to school in Peterborough. Um, a lot of beautiful people in Peterborough. I will say that. Hey, but, Peterborough. Uh, Word. All the all the nightclubs are trash. Just very, very really trash. Really, I would have assumed uh, the scene was really popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a there are definitely a lot of cool people, a lot of really really good artists out of Peterborough. Um, but there's this one guy, his name's Mark Mudler, and he runs the DJ scene. And this is a guy who who genuinely thinks like showing up in a in like a lime green Adidas tracksuit to every one of his sets is fire. And it's like you know you kind of do that ironically or like man RJ, you're wearing sweats. These are fucking utility. Like, but wearing like a full like velvet Adidas oh, sweatsuit oh, like top hey. to bottom. Oh, Come on, man. Forgot uh, the keyword velvet. Yeah, sorry, life. sorry. Um, keyword. But yeah, that guy is just kind of ruined. Uh, he holds Drake nights and only plays one Drake song. So he's very special. Yeah, he's a very talented guy. Uh, but yeah. really shouldn't bash. I really shouldn't go. <laughs> 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 we um, have to beat that out too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to send some shots. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I've already sent enough shots to Boo Car and. Free, free drop. Just to reiterate, <laughs> just in case you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very salty still. Um, but no, uh, one. I guess where I guess this kind of comes together for me, or perhaps for everyone here, is. Um, Obviously, house music isn't something that you're producing with some of the others in the room here. Uh, is it fair fair for me to say that 
hip hop and kind of rap beats or, or where you've transitioned or where everyone has kind of transitioned or put their focus into right now? Or do you guys feel like experimenting or, or still kind of bouncing around is, you know, what I, was, I was just going to speak on it. Like just being, saying like rap or hip hop, yeah. just like putting a genre on it really just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I feel like everything that we make individually and together always sounds different and it can never be fit into like just one genre. Yeah. I can never like consider, you know, I I never consider I guess like the more experimental tracks because we do have I guess hip hop type, yeah, yeah. hip hop s, you know, rap yeah, s things. But if do. like if like bars are on a you know bars are on a certain type of beat, doesn't make it hip hop, doesn't make it rap. You know what I mean? It's it's a story and it's it's a it's its own enigma. It's its own embodiment. Like it's right. Yeah. That's what it is. And I don't think rap and hip hop's where we transition. I feel like it's. It's a it's a core for all of us. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely it means a lot to all of us. And yeah. it's, we're gra- we're grabbing inspiration. And do you think that kind of feeling of that yeah that that idea of it not necessarily needing to be kind of boxed into something you've always felt or yeah I mean this is kind of open open mm-hmm. question here but is that something you've always felt or did you feel like it was when you were able to collaborate that that kind of no I think that floodgate opened. I think we all listen to such a crazy amount of music yeah. and like so much That's different exactly shit it that it it's it was just kind of bound to be like that. Yeah. That's I one thing I that it's actually a struggle for me making music because I every kind of music I like I want to try it and make it. Right. True. And I kind of I kind of got stuck in a rut with that a while ago. Right. So I think I think even if we all weren't working together we'd be doing kind of different shit that isn't necessarily just in one genre and I think that's why we all kind of recognized each other right and came together the main goal when you create something I think is because you want to set yourself apart from something else the idea is not to be in a box with someone else if your intentions are true and I know these guys like like their intentions are to create something unique so like fitting in a box is not one of their main priorities at all I, I, I can guarantee it. Yeah. yeah, and but even then, too, like, if it falls in a box, like, we're totally open then to acknowledging yeah, 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 that. Yeah. Like, I make really kind of, not traditional, but, like, heavy boom bap mm-hmm. kind of influences yeah, in a sure, lot sure. of my beats. Even, even if I'm doing something with synths or something like that, the drums are, like, always usually kind of more of a boom bap pattern. Yeah. And I kind of accept that sometimes I kind of think like maybe this shit's too simple like it sounds like it's right out in the 90s but if I made it that way that's just that's kind of it how is. it is I always I always yeah. mention with Jacob like he's one of the one of my friends that his variety of music like that he likes <laughs> is ridiculous yeah. like his archives of what he listens scale, to yeah. is just I don't think like there's just yeah. so much where you hear in his like when you hear his his music it's just you know he understands what he's listening to. He has an ear, yeah. and it's just like that's why he might think it's like boom bap, but there's stories. There's just he just knows he knows his music. He doesn't like, oh I I'll make a hip hop beat. I only listen to hip hop. It's just like you can hear his like influence in rock or techno. You could right. hear, yeah, it, but like, there's still like sample shops and shit. it's just his formula yeah. of making music. But you can just hear that he just has so much knowledge. In music and that's what I feel like a lot of us that's how we all work with each other it's just like we don't say like oh I only listen to hip-hop I only listen to I techno music. yeah, yeah we're just we just literally music. go in and just feel it out right and I think that's that's why we all get along together it's just we are very open, we're well, very I, make, open I make no music all I listen to is these guys right. <laughs> <laughs> they say they synthesize the music for me they go out and listen to all their shit and they synthesize it back towards me yeah. where I can just listen to their stuff 
Yeah, you you got the fucking just the shit. You get the cheap bro. We do the hard work. You get the easy work. Well, no, I make it hard for you. You're gonna make listening hard now. Yeah, I mean, just speaking on that, Eric, like considering music isn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, with everyone else here in this room making mm-hmm. music, um, you've still found yourself able to collaborate with them in a in a different light, and that's sure, and yeah. that's through videography and, and like photography, yeah. essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah um, for sure. And uh, like I remember, I guess my introduction to some of your work was the Bella video, um, which is yeah, which is just <laughs> is super heavy. Yeah, big ups, um, big ups that. I think you can you can still find that on YouTube, yeah. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's still on Vimeo, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, if, 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 there is, if there is like a blog link, we will definitely... But yeah, I mean, where... Uh, just in terms of speaking of in- inspirations, I guess yeah. something that was just kind of mentioned was like, yeah, it's a melting pot for these guys. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for the most part, at least being the only one in this room right now, uh, <clears throat> kind of really having that focus on the visuals. Yeah. Um, where where have you always found your inspiration from? Where where did things kind of start for you in terms of? I mean, you know, I, I wanted started to express just drawing at a young age. I liked creating things, liked yeah. math. So like at nine years old, I decided I want to study architecture. Really? I graduated a year ago, so I followed through with that. So that's always gonna be my main goal. Right. I'm an aspiring architect. Right. So I like creating things. I like visuals. I'm not sonically um, gifted at all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play an instrument I growing can't up? Sing. I played the guitar, but like. Never something that I would say I was too good at. Right. Um, so my main focus is always visuals. I, I mean, I see things that, like, I can't hear. They, they are my ears for right. me. So whenever they give me something, I can see things through what they're, what they're kind of presenting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always been interesting exploring that and just having conversations with these guys because these guys have other ideas other than music as well. So being able to explore that with them is kind of super interesting for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you also very briefly mentioned that, you know, you'd never really be musically uh, inclined. I don't know if you just heard Nivek's R. Kelly impression. Nivek has also uh, never been musically inclined, but he killed us. So, uh, uh, so there's hope. Yeah, and the R&B album is coming this summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm for real about that. So. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's coming very soon. Got the title yet? Oh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's like lonely times for like a sensual evening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got a question also. Um, when you produce a beat or mm-hmm. just a, a song, like does it hit you immediately that you want this guy on it or that person on it? As opposed to just holding it down for yourself and just releasing it? Like, um, no vocals? Uh, I feel like it'd, it'd be different for us individuals. I know for me, it's like, because I, I write a lot as much as I produce. So it's like, I hear it. I just hear it immediately once the song, I guess, is finished or like even halfway through. If I get like a melody or something, like I'll just know what's in their zone just from working with them for so long, right? And just from listening to their music and understanding them, it's kind of like, I, I, I know what I can let them finesse on. And I know what I bet what I'm better at finessing on. You know mm. what I mean? It's like I understand. We all understand each other and what we bring to the table. So it's like we kind of just. I that's how I work around it. I utilize that. You should tell them what we did at our house with your with what you're working on. That was really cool. Oh that yeah. That was a cool way. Yeah, for me with my shit, because I love instrumental hip hop yeah. like Madlib Dilla. Those are like my two guys. So I always kind of struggle sometimes with deciding if I want someone to rap one of the guys to rap over it and really realistically i would only have one of the guys from our crew rapping on stuff uh not i've never really worked with anybody kind of outside of it um but it's like what patrick was talking about i kind of for 
I have this archive of beats. I'm really bad for making shit and never putting it out. Yeah. So I have like this big collection of beats and I basically just invited Tyler and then two guys who can make it tonight, Pierre and Freddie over. And then Eric was there and Faisal was there too. We had a bunch of friends over. Yeah. Kind of just smoked, hung out, kind of got a vibe going. And then I just basically played the beats. <laughs> and then I told them if you like this and you think you want to go on it, Probably. just kind of put, just write it down on your phone, take a note. And then I'm, what I'm kind of planning on doing is just giving it to them, letting them rap on whatever they want. And then once I get it back, I'll kind of curate it from there. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that curating idea, the yeah. idea of like it's kind of giving hands. control of it to somebody else, letting them rap over it how they want. I'm not like telling them topics to talk about or yeah. any shit like that. What was cool, um, what was, cool was when like with these guys, when they were there, they, were, they weren't even being like, yo, this is my song I want. They could be like, Yo, that's definitely a Freddie track. Like, yeah. you should have yeah. like they weren't thinking they about themselves. Each other. They yeah. just could understand yeah. each other's like worlds where they could be like, exactly. Yo, that's Freddie. Oh, that's Pierre. Like, yeah. that would be crazy. That's Ty. You know. And then even then too, sometimes <laughs> they'd be like, dude, none of us should fucking rap on this. This, like, yeah. this is instrumental. instrumental. Yeah. Just, you just know because the samples I use a lot of the time are like pretty cinematic in a way yeah. and it's kind of a lot of them kind of feel more like interludes than something that will be built out into a full song right so kind of what, I, what i'm expecting is there'll be like a handful of tracks that each of them are rapping on but then i'll have like shorter more instrumental tracks kind of laid out for yeah but then that's the sick thing because i don't even know what i'm going to be doing yet because <laughs> i haven't First of all, I haven't even sent them the beat. Yeah. Wow. Guys, How long ago was that? Wait, wait, wait. How long ago was that, guys? How long ago was that? That was like two months ago. Wow. See, this, like this I said, I'm horrible Quality at music could be being made, and <laughs> yeah. you're stopping it. This is what's happening. But this is the world like we Like I said, I'm really bad at not yeah. fucking getting shit out there. Um, but yeah, I don't even... Come like, on. the whole idea might change when it comes back. Of course. Like they, of might, course. they might all fucking send me verses all in the same track, and I'll be like, hey, I want you guys on every single song, yeah. all three of you together. Like so when the production comes in, yeah. you just get everything. Yeah. That's I think to answer your yeah. first question, which you first started off, is why we came together. I think yeah. the main goal was literally just sharing stuff with each other mm. that we knew would inspire the other person. I don't think it's about holding down projects for yourself. <clears throat> I think once these guys started becoming confident in their own work, they can just share it and let, like say, do whatever you want with it, pretty much. Because I know like Patrick shares his stems all the time. Tyler yeah. shares his stems. Like These guys just share stems because they're confident to just dish it off to the next person because right. they know man this guy's gonna do something sick with it yeah like it's yeah. nothing to that they I mean, don't, like, we just create matter. so damn much that it's not even a sweat it's just like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah go yeah, ahead exactly. you know, we'll, we'll get a next one you know that's and, that's just how it is and like if you get four of us like there was one crazy time was it the first <laughs> yeah. time was it the first, first time, time i met no, 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 no. no I it was like it was the third a, no it was, it was like the third yeah like i met patrick a couple times when we worked on shit but it was the first time we were all there. with zed was there yeah. and Ty. All and Tyler too, Tyler and all too. four of us. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> I'm always Patrick and Arthur <laughs> and Mr. Oreos. And yeah. uh, basically, what we did, we just made this track. And all if sitting you at listen, like an instrument if each. you right. listen to the song, there's like five layers to it or something, four or five layers, and that's literally all of us taking one thing and doing it each. Nice. And but like doing it in a way where like. At first we were all there, but then like the thing I like about how we all work together is kind of gradually some people kind of move away from working on stuff 
and then we'll let other other people will work on it a little bit and you come back and you're like holy fuck this is completely different than I left 15 minutes ago but then you add your own thing on top it's not that we even leave the room it's just like we sit on the couch you're just talking you're still listening it's It's a WWE tag team man it's just like a tag team with six other men you hear a new sound that like triggers your brain oh sorry sorry but yeah like there's times where you just hear a sound you're like oh I can definitely work with that and then you just jump in and then the person's like, I don't know what to do next. And you just, it was just natural. It relieves cool, us I, of the stress. And I don't think, besides Tyler, I don't think many of us have a formal training when it comes back like to music. Like, yeah. like completely having formal. an understanding of theory. Like, I don't know scales and shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But it's crazy because we'll be able, we just kind of keep playing around with shit until it works it's out. I feel like we're all just mus- like gifted ear-wise. Like yeah, we just hear, we, we know when shit li- sounds yeah. right. Our listening is just very like tuned. We listen. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Facts. ears, something that I keep being told by everyone, and this is gonna bound to come up, is that rumor has it that Patrick, you're like kind of deaf in like one year. Is that true? Kind of deaf. Or do people just say that to hug you? Deaf ones. Just to like. Yeah, it's just it's hilarious because every time I'm I'm super excited to hear Ty's all of his interviews he's had with different people, and he always brings me up, and then he's just like, yeah, and I'm working with this producer that's like half deaf, and it's like. I'm not deaf. Like, <laughs> I can completely hear everything. I can, death. I, can, I can tell you guys a story what happened, which is... Please. Okay, so... Um, I was just... I was making music. I was making music for a couple hours. Sure. Maybe like eight hours straight, you know? A couple eight hours. hours. <laughs> a couple times four. Couple <laughs> times. That's the right way to and I decided to go down to a club by myself. I was like, I really want to see this guy. Um... It was at Toyka Lounge, uh, a guy named Henry Sayers, okay. and it was cool because his live set, he was, he was DJing, but then he also played guitar and he had a drummer, so it was just it was just dance music, and I was just in awe, and I was just up at the front Man, for for literally the whole from start <laughs> to finish, speakers in my face, yeah. and all of a sudden my ear started really like was bugging me, like it was hurting, <laughs> and I was just like fuck, I'd have to move, I have to, it was my left ear, and so then I I moved back. I left. It was a little better, but then two days later, I went to go see Chrome Sparks. Oh, jeez. At Drake Drake Underground. Right. And I went with my sister, and then I remember this pain. Like it was, it was fine till like one point. I, I even remember the song he was playing, and it f- fucked my ear up. Oh, it was called yeah. Look Looking at Me, yeah. and it's a sick song. It was <laughs> so you revived me out hard, and uh, yeah, I just remember this pain. It was so bad in my left ear. I went to the washroom and I was just like. Was it instant or was it like a gradual like rise? It was gradual like, and then and then like and how the speakers peak. Yeah, was that how, like, it was? yeah, and it just it just it feels like you have you ever been on a plane and then your ears pop yeah. and it, like it really hurts though like it's like a really sore pop. Yeah. Think about that, oh, but like sure. consistently for like six months, a year of just that pain in your no, ear. Mm-hmm. So, was what? Was it worth it? I think to go to that, I think it was a blessing and a curse just because uh, when I I had to take like a long break on writing music and I I didn't want to stop. Like this is something I I loved. So they said I damaged 10% of my hearing and I had to take uh, these pills for tinnitus for like three years. And uh, I just had to learn how to, because I would write music for like three hours and my ears would hurt and I would have to stop and like, miss like like five days of making music because I had to pr- like protect my ears till a point where 
um, one of my friends from Scotland was visiting me and he showed me how to mix, like like EQing things. Right. And I think that's what changed my life was actually engineering, mm-hmm. like removing bad frequencies. Because I can hear, I can feel bad frequencies. So when you guys, when sometimes like these guys show me like rough references, I could hear a bass line and it could really bug me. They, they don't, they don't feel it. They don't hear it, yeah. but I can hear it. And, and like, if I hear it for too long, it starts hurting my ears and I have to stop like wow. listening to it. So it's a spidey sense, real talk. <laughs> yeah. That's why I say it's like a blessing and a curse. Cause like it made me really the challenge myself to learn engineering yeah. to, to make my, my, like my music listenable right. and be able to be, while I, while I make music, I EQ it as well, so then it doesn't bug me call. now. It doesn't bug my yeah. ears. Yes. You have to make sure that's it just my, is good in your ears. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite thing because I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. I love it. I love it now. Favorite part of music. Yeah. And it's so whenever time. I have something, I'm like, yo, Patrick, please, please, can you fix so, this yeah, so overall, like, I'm not deaf. I just. Tyler, he's not deaf. Tyler, I just say it. Say it for us. He's not deaf. He's fresh to death. Okay, I'll take it. I'm not deaf, but it's just my ears are really sensitive now. It's like I can. It's just they hurt. They get tired really easily, so I have to just protect them. I wear ear filters when I go to shows. I recommend everyone to do it too, because we're in the the music scene. So like, protect your ears, man. Like even if you feel like a fool. Sometimes I'm just at a bar and I have to put them in. So people just like look at me like, this guy's guy actually oh, does. Oh, this guy hear me? But like, it was, I don't, I actually don't really care anymore because like, it's what I love to yeah. do, you know? And it's just like, who cares? You learn to adapt. They, people yeah. ask me, I just yeah. tell them that this is what I do, you know? This is free promo, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you should get Cash sponsored out SoundCloud. by a fucking ear filter company. You should put your Ooh, fucking SoundCloud link. With <laughs> 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 the stream, like, like old people's glasses. Oh, oh my god. The lanyard? Yo, you'll never lose it. And yeah. If anyone were to try and contact you, they'd have to, like, if you lost it, if someone yeah. contacted you, they'd have Exactly. I just lost my ear filters recently. And I've been pretty upset, so like I've been kind of watching out where I go. Yeah, so, like, when I go. for anyone listening who can find you. Yeah. Yes, they're blue. Yo, who and makes them? Who makes them? Uh, I think you could go to audiologist. Oh, we're sponsored by them, so shout out to our sponsors, uh, audiologist. You know, they'll yeah. send you like six thousand pairs next week. No big deal. But, uh, I'm gonna buy some new ones. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yo, if you uh, if you want to sponsor Patrick. Uh, Hit him up phone. at his uh, his phone, phone number. Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see. I want to see how ready he was for that one. Yeah. Um, but no, just give him go- the first six digits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. Last one, last one. Yeah. Something that <clears throat> is clearly being expressed by all of you here is uh, your kind of trust to to put something out, um, primarily between yourselves, right? Um, whether it is your stems or what Jake was saying just about putting out a whole song and being like, you know what, if you've got something for this, put this out. Um, is that something you've, you've always felt with your art was something that you were willing to do? Or do you think it was only when um, you kind of met like-minded people that you considered the idea or realized the, the potential for your art to kind of grow into something bigger than you once you just kind of let go of it, you know, being just for yourself. Does that does that question make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was really hard at first. Mm. One because I wasn't confident in what I was making, first of all. But then two, also in Pickering, there was a severe shortage of good rappers. <laughs> like everybody <laughs> that was drought, rapping bro. in Pickering were was shit. I don't, care. I don't know any of these people anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> I was always like, kind of like, I don't really want to work with anybody. 
And Tyler was the first person I ever actually like worked on it. Actually, no, that's not true. There was one kid I went to high school with, but what was it was Garden. Right? I'm not saying. <laughs> what was his rap? No, we're not no, that was real. That was real. But if I'm not saying. Okay. And basically, Tyler hit Tyler hit me up because I would put my beats on SoundCloud and shit. Yep. I got confident enough at some point to just put out the instrumentals. He heard something he wanted to work on, and it's actually a really funny thing about what happened now because he DM'd me on Twitter. It was like the first time somebody had reached out to me to work on anything. And when he when he asked me, I was really hesitant. And I was like, no, I need to hear something that this guy's done first. But it's fair. So it's very fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's very so fair. I asked him, you respect your art. I, I asked him to send me something. And he was fucking rapping over like a doom beat or something, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, how did I not know this guy went, we went to my to the high same school?" school. Yeah. 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 I'm actually pretty sure I hated him before I actually met yeah. him too. But now I fucking That's heard that, and then we hung we hung That's out like yeah, two weeks it. later or some shit, and yeah. it was just kind of from there. So for me, it definitely was meeting somebody who was like minded, and then I'm. I, ever since then, mm -hmm. I've basically only made music in a collaborative way. Right. I kind of sure. like went away from making music for a couple of years, and that's when the collective me, Zed, and Tyler had before mm. ended. Because basically, early, when, once the early, that early, collective early. was done, I was kind of like I had. I also was in school, so I was focusing on Priority, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's tough. but I yeah, also kind of, for me, even now when I'm working with these guys, like. The only time I make music is around times when we've hung out and then I'll go home and for like two weeks after that I'll just be so inspired to make shit. Right. So I make it like really kind of sporadic. So basically without these guys I don't make music. Uh, so that's, that's when those two weeks are over you have to come back and do that <laughs> and then just Rio. keep doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Come on now. Uh, come on and now. I mean something I've known... Uh, I mean especially with your music I guess I, I really met you after meeting um, Jaden and Tyler. Um, so I guess by the time I'd met you, you were already collaborating with, with yeah. these two guys. And I'd kind of settled into my sound. Yeah. Um, and then I think right after we met is when I made this like crazy batch of beats right. that I'm sitting on now. Right. So it, it kind of, yeah, these, these guys kind of like fuel making music for me. For sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, for the, yeah, the two that he's kind of speaking on, do you feel, do you feel it's the uh, same way when you first started making music? Well, I mean, yeah, actually, yeah, it's, it kind of is because I started making music because of Tyler. Right. Um, he just kind of hit me up one day and like, we, we just, we, I did poetry and then we just like obviously rhyming. It was never really rapping. It was more just like rhyming words. Yeah, you were also, cool. you were also dancing in these streets Oh too, my god, right? yo, yeah, big up. Hot take, hot take, hot take. Hey, hey, hot take. 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 Low key, low key, but um. No, 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 Mikey, didn't you guys win like back to back like high school? Yeah, wow. Actually, no, no, no. Let me, let me just say, let me just say, okay. We did it. Yeah, in high school. All right, all right, all right. Let the men speak. We did it for three years. Who's we? Okay, Who's we? Okay, okay, let me name the squad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to throw out some names. Um, Carlo, shout out to Carlo, big ups Carlo, big ups hey, CJ, hey. big ups Julian, Raph, and even a guy named Kevin. Um, we started out and our first year we got found off YouTube. Because uh, three of our guys just had like some stupid video. It's a Daft Punk song. Right. And um, some guy was like, "Yeah, yo, you should join. Uh, you should join our competition. It's Toronto's best high school dance crew." And we're just like, "We're from fucking Pickering." Like, <laughs> what do you like? What do you mean, Toronto? And anyways, we did it. Um, within like we had, I think a month to do it. We came second. Okay. So next, the next year came by. We we're like, "Oh, the team that beat us last year, they're fucking gone, broken up." We're like, "We're confident, confident." Yeah. 
go do this fucking crazy set. You're just like, yeah, amp this shit. Came second again. And we're just like, oh, fuck, that was grade 11. And then grade 12 came. And like, it was last year. We have to fucking go hard. Yeah. And we just, like, we actually practiced. And, like, it was the first time I really fully seen, like, time, time actually, like, putting time into something mm. and being rewarded. Like, it's showing its progress. And it's showing its, like, you know, it really coming into fruition. And we ended up winning. Yeah, and I remember was, that, man. Was, like, I remember. And it was, like, the last time they ever did that competition. It was too good. Like, we can't make any more. Because, honestly, yeah, it was, it was like, it, they had their regions. It was the first competition that they had, like, the regions. <laughs> and we won the Durham region. Right. And then we went to the finals. It was called, and we won the finals. So that was, like... Nice. This had still up, yo. Yeah. Okay, find us YouTube, hi haters. H-E-Y-T-E-R-S. Come on. Yeah, taking this guy hit some crazy, like, slow-mo crump shit to, uh, what was it? Some Watch the Throne song, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys hit that. Yeah, that was very special. In Paris, yeah. Um, but, uh, but sorry, that was yeah. a clear a digression. My back, to the, yeah, back to the question. Um, it's, it's more like, I feel like I, well, Tyler's got me started on music, but, um, I feel like my mindset is just creation was always a thing with me. I was always willing to just create and create some, like, new shit. Mm. So I was just, like, I feel like I would have been creating even if I weren't with these guys, but these guys kind of streamlined me into figuring out who I am just by exploring their sounds through just listening. Right. And um, that's how I kind of, I guess, came to where I am today. It's just like, in the accumulation of their music. It's because that's all I really listen to. Like, I'm, I'm up on new music. I'm always up on on this stuff but I only really listen to my music and their music right so it's like they kind of I guess they're they're the heavy influence in my sound right now right so I guess yeah I guess yeah it's the same thing with Jacob they kind of they kind of influenced me to make music and stuff but I feel like yeah, I, I still would have been doing it regardless of mm. um being around them or not I probably wouldn't have been as good and I probably wouldn't have as many cheat codes, but like, <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they all gave me, we all share the cheat code. So, like, yeah. we all have the cheat sheet, you know what I mean? That little cheat Great. list you write down from Great. game winners. Great. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we all have our ways of doing something, yeah. and then we just like, you see it, like, when we're working with each other, we're like, wait, how'd you do that? And they're like, oh, it's just like this. And then we're just like, it just, it's like, yeah, it's something just triggers in your brain. You're like, no wonder I couldn't do this. Like, yeah. I can do this now, like, yeah. with what I know. And then we just share, like, I don't know. It's crazy. It's just crazy. You can learn so much from one another, right? It's, and it's it just fucking best when we all get together. Yeah. <laughs> like, make, like, and the crazy thing, one thing I've noticed too is like, whenever we try to work on something together, the difference between how it starts and how it ends is insane. It always starts off like trying to be some kind of like moody electronic shit, and then it just goes into whatever. Like it, it always changes so quickly, and that's going back to it's what we were talking about parts. before. All the different influences come in, yeah. and even if we're playing like the same instrument as somebody played in a different part, like we're gonna play it in a different way. Yeah. I know even like if we have guitar in a song, we all have different playing styles yeah. on the guitar, and so it sounds it. different every time. Like those two play with their fingers in a different way, and I play with a pick, and it makes it sound completely different. Yeah, I played with a beer bottle last song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one song we were talking about where it was all four of us. No, it was a wine bottle. Yeah, yeah it, was like, it was a big wine ball and you like used it as a slide. As like a slide? Yeah, yeah he was just sliding. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was a wow. facts. That's sweet. You that know, was their picks. I think uh, something that has kind of been touched on by by everyone here, which I'd love to kind of hear, because this 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 is like a question that uh, Nivek and I have kind of talked about from even like previous guests, and that's a lot of time when 
you create something, whether it be music or, or film or um, you're designing something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, art in any form, uh, to kind of see it through and to kind of commit yourself to it um, begins with like a, a genuine belief in, in your in your work, you know? And yeah. A belief in, in your yeah. own vision, you know? It's the um, and something that uh, we kind of see with uh, a lot of like public figures even, I think, you know, I won't get too into it, but for mm-hmm. example, I'll kind of use this as a token holder here. I'll use Kanye as an example of someone who's, um, who will outwardly say, you know, a, a lot of things that, that for kind of like the mainstream or the public will immediately yeah. brand as, um, cockiness, arrogance, um, kind of like being blinded by, by like your, your own ego kind of deal. I think ego is something that, that gets tied into, uh, believing yourself quite a bit, you know, and a lot of the time that, that is the case, you know, especially with people in the the starlight. Um, but you know, for, 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 for you guys creating, you know, just in, in your basements or like when you're kind of getting together, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear your perspective on, on how you, you feel about the idea of like really needing to believe in yourself and uh, at what point um, wh- where the line is kind of drawn between feeding an ego and feeding feeding your idea or feeding and into an idea who wants to go first <laughs> should we go time like uh, go around yeah we'll go, on, we'll go around sure, yeah, yeah so I think we all should pump an answer on this one well I gotta let it marinate for a bit to be honest yeah, so that's a long question. Yeah, sorry. No, this is, the, this is, the well, I mean, sorry, this is something you think about, yeah. but I feel like it depends, or it starts based on your intentions and how it was originated from. Mm. So if your intentions are for, generally speaking, the greater good, not just to benefit yourself, um, then you can use your uh, position in society, Kanye's usually his position in society to say whatever, what if he wants to say, but what he says is he's saying it because he believes in it, not because right. someone's telling him to say it or something else. So yeah. I feel like he's using his position to better himself, but behind him, he has so many people that support what he's saying. So yeah, there's always the other aspect to it, but he's got that, um, that foundation that he's speaking for. Where right. when he's saying things, I can 100% relate to what he's saying. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't say the exact same thing he's saying, <laughs> which yeah. I think that's maybe what he's going about is the wrong way of going about it, or yeah. people can deem the wrong way of going about it. I have no issues because he hasn't killed anyone. He hasn't caused harm on anyone. If words are vicious, then words are vicious. It makes you some just money. deal with it. Yeah. Um, but that's that's where I stand. I know his intentions are right, so I'm, I'm backing him kind of yeah. thing. I think, I think a lot of the time, too, Kanye is trolling. Like, super... Not, <laughs> not even necessarily trolling, like, trying to be funny. For sure. He's just... And not being edgy in a way where it's, like, corny. Sometimes it's a bit corny, but sometimes it, it feels like he's just saying things because he wants to piss a certain group of people off. And I respect that. Like, a, like I, he's looking for a reaction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I especially lately, because big thing for Kanye with me was I always didn't really care what he was saying, because I didn't feel it was making his music suffer. But I think his music is starting to go down a little bit, and that's why sometimes like he's some of the things he's saying he's not backing them up the same way that he used to. Right. Um, but that's one thing, like ego. I don't I think, think ego, ego really ego. exists for, oh. for us. Oh, for, for us. Yeah. For us, like, that's, and I think that's the reason we can work together. Yeah. I personally, I can't work with people 
that do that have like some crazy big ego i feel like once we all get together because of the respect we have for what each other does like ego just doesn't even become a part of the diminishes yeah yeah yeah. i don't think yeah none of us have egos i think we just how i see it like when i first i love like i loved music since i was i was a little kid and I remember when I started getting into it, I loved it so much, but I didn't have knowledge. Like I didn't, I didn't know anything, but I knew I wanted to do this. I knew I wanted to do this. And I used to, I, I, I was an athlete. I used to play sports. And when I was like, I told my parents this is what I wanted to do. And they knew I had no musical background, but what I, what I thought to myself was I played soccer and I like, I could have tried to go professional, like, like, like just really focus on it. But I was like, would I ever be as good as Cristiano Ronaldo? I want to be, like, I want to, I feel like I deserve, I want to be great. I want to be great at what I do. And I, if I have love for it, so I, I, so I thought to myself, would I ever be as good as Cristiano Ronaldo or better? And I'm like, never, never, ever. I was like, Kobe Bryant, never. And then I thought like, okay, without, at the time I was like, listen to Dead Mouse. Like, could, would I be able to one day write music just as good or even better? And I was just like, yeah, why not? Like, I, I love music, right? And I think it's just... Crazy having the belief in what you want to do and the hours you put in mm. i feel like if if i didn't if i didn't put the hours i wouldn't have the confidence to back up my music i think i just i put in so many hours and it's just like i'm i'm making music that i want to listen to yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just like i get so excited to like uh when i met these guys i realized they were just like one of me you know i hear their music and i hear honesty and then i was just like i was at a point where i was like i don't feel alone anymore like yeah. I was making music very really independently, and so being able to share my music with other people that like that understand me is just like it gives you even that more confidence and it challenges you more because you 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 hear these each individual their own stories right and you bring it back and you're like okay like this is what's it's driving it's driving you to like kind of all set a balance to each other you know it's just like oh like this guy's releasing an album that's very exciting and it's just like you wanna. You want to get to that point where it's like, I want to feel like I'm ready to, to make an album, you know? Yeah. But, Question uh, from what you were saying, you compared uh, music and sports. So sports is very easy to kind of measure success. You measure by points or goals scored or whatever. How would you measure success in music or art? For me, it's just like how I see that I, like, I would love to be... I just lo- I love sound and I love music where I want to be... Uh, a point where I can I want to do everything yeah. you know like yeah. I want to be able to to be in the mood of writing hip-hop I want to be into like the mood of writing a pop yeah. yeah just literally any I just I, I there's every day I'm in a different mood like I want to listen to rock music I want to listen to techno there's so I just want to be at a point where I can just just release anything I want just like whatever I'm feeling I can just make and that's that's what I'm challenging myself right now like this year my goal is learning music theory Mm. and uh like last night we were just playing piano mm-hmm. it was yeah. so much fun <laughs> uh but uh i just feel like i'm ready to lo- like take the next step from producing like i did producing engineering and it's just like now it's i think it's time to to learn theory to bring put it all together and really tell my story mm. so i think that's that's what i was that's like just trying that's to be great at anything i want to do yeah. like and, 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 and what i love you know so I mean, yeah. Yeah, going back to what you're saying is, it all starts with. I think it all like true progress all starts when you actually start believing in yourself and believing you can start doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. When you have that trust and like what I tell people is so, like when you start trusting your instinct, when you stop like taking that extra second to think about something, 
like at that moment and you could like you can reflect on it later but like you know trust your instinct in the time and like trust that you will make something good then like indubitably you'll make something good, yeah, that's you know? the scariest part yeah. right well, yeah. not like i don't know how it is for you guys now but when i make something it's literally like i zone especially when i'm like making something with samples or something like that i literally just like get lost in the sample pretty just, much just like playing around yeah, yeah. And you just, like, there's so many things and you kind of, it, I think we're all at this point now where you kind of you go on like autopilot and then all of a sudden you like kind of come to and you're yeah, like okay like you have you have like the basic like bare bones of the structure and then you kind of put it you forget you're on earth sometimes like I'll, yeah. tell, I'll tell you guys a funny story there's one time where I'm on an autopilot mode like I was just writing I was so into it where I forgot to pick up my mom from work. And it was raining, and she's like, I'm taking the bus. And I'm like, oh my god. I was like, no, stay there, stay there. And I had to, like, just drive really fast. And she knew I felt bad, but, like, there's times where you just forget, like, life's happening. You're just, like, you're just in it. You're just, in like, in love with what you're doing. You're just, like, you hear these sounds, and you're just like, wow, like, how is this happening? Like, yeah. am I capable of doing this? But, like, you're like, holy shit, this is... And then you realize, like, like I'm... I'm doing it. It's like this is happening. <laughs> That's exactly. What you but just do autopilot it. happens. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Totally. You just forget. You forget that things are happening. Especially around once you, you get like a crazy workflow down. And I know we all work in Ableton now too. It's so it's just, and it's crazy because we all have different workflows, but like. That's why, like, sometimes when I go over to Patrick's house, I feel like a fucking idiot because I can't figure out how to do what I want to do in his Ableton <laughs> yeah. setup because it's just, like, everybody just has different presets saved and, like, different, yeah. Their like, own way of learning, thing. their own way, that yeah. their own formula that they created yeah. to, like, traverse their mind and bring it into, you know, reality mm. pretty much. Wow. That's yeah. how it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, why I chose to ask that question is because of how, uh, how a lot of the time when someone isn't creating something or or a lot of the time when you find yourself you know kind of being critical of, of people when they choose to believe in something right it can be mm. so it, it can be so clouded um and, and it becomes even more troublesome for someone to explain themselves because that's just seen as like you continuing to feed it you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. um but especially when you don't have you know a lot of you already said like that that background or that history of that knowledge isn't there for you you know um and you're kind of learning it on your own and i think the, the biggest one that you know you guys may or may not feel is like whether you have that support from the get-go right to mm-hmm. to do what you're trying to do mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. i think it's fair to say everyone here like grew up in the suburbs yeah for the yeah. most part yeah, yeah. No man, I grew up in that, you know, in the, you know, that, that, the mud. Oh. <laughs> yo, tell him, yo, shout out that street one time. Shout out McCown and Finch one time. <laughs> oh you know, my you know that God. dirty mud, that, that Southside dirt- Scarborough. Always heated. Always see me heated. in the Southside Scarborough. I'm still there, heavy in the in the whip this time. So <laughs> come see me. And let me let me ask you then, debate In terms of, uh, I mean, something we talk about talk a lot about on the show is you know our cultural backgrounds. I think there's a pretty diverse oh. group here, but you know I'm super curious to know. I don't think you've ever really gotten a chance to kind of shed light on what it was like for you, just like for, for anyone trying to do something like artistic in your community. Like we know like some, in the borough too, some yeah. very, some very dark, some very heavy, uh, heavy trap, like Tamil trap rappers from oh, Scarborough. Man. And like, it's some scary what? stuff, but you know, I've like, never doing, heard it. Yo, I want to hear Shout that out shit. Unju, bro. Well, I don't Listen, think you need to. By the end oh, of this okay. year, <laughs> okay. by the, yeah, by the end of this year, we're going to have this that. Tamil rapper named Unju. Come on the show and kill us on air. Kill us. Yeah, kill you guys. Mark yeah. us. Just like RIP you guys. Yeah, I hope you guys can help us make that happen. Yeah, anyone who's listening, if you know Anju, 
Anju? Get him on the show. Anju. A-N-J-U. Anju, okay. Um, yeah, very scary, very hectic scenes. Uh, but yeah, Nivik, I mean... Very real. Uh, from what I know, I mean, it was always kind of... Like that, that space didn't really exist. Ever. Yeah, and now it's starting to open up. Space. You know, we have that community. Shout mm. uh, Yan Chan. He's coming through yeah, with, some, with some good songs. I've heard... Uh, we, we all heard the, the EP, which is really dope. And he has some new songs coming up. They're going to be really strong, too. His production style is nice. Um, I think people are going to really dig his style. And the community is strong right now. Like, we're coming through right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, the mud, uh, man. The mud. Trade out the mud. Trade out the mud, bro. That influence, that influence of how we lived, how we grew up, is coming through in the art, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, like, you guys were talking about, uh, or just answering his question, that reminded me, like, Man, Kanye said once that the post-production of a song is better than sex for him. Um, and <laughs> I'm relating that to, like, when you guys finish Shit, something. Yes, that's a line. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a hot take. But when you guys finish something or finish a project or a song or something that you're super proud of, don't you get that feeling of just, like, damn, like, I did this. And you just oh, yeah. sit back, you know? I just, yeah, like, I just basically got that. Man, it's a fucking great feeling, man. It's yeah. a great, great, great feeling. And it could be just, you know, taking, like, ten photos, and they all turn out great. And you, know, you just post <laughs> them. You're just like, ah, like, yeah, yeah. you just, like, lazy. It's just yeah. sick, you know? It's a good feeling, yeah, no. It's, a, it's definitely its own high. I mean, like, you 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 definitely feel different. You feel it. It's just, there's, you acknowledge it. I don't even know how to explain it. Just go, and, you know, go make a track and then yeah, figure once, it out, you know what I mean? For me, it's, like, once I can listen to it on loop, and like oh, not, that endless like, yeah once yeah. you once you get to the point where you enjoy it so much that you don't get tired of it and i think that's that's one way i kind of eliminate things if i'm working on a beat for like 30 40 minutes or whatever and then already by then i'm kind of like i don't know about it i usually just scrap it so i think yeah. that that feeling mm-hmm. definitely exists for me I've only ever released one project with Tylo mm-hmm. with Tyler. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, but then that one too. Yeah, that was the different. BK, that was fire, bro. That's the yeah, four track. It was four track EP. Was that that? Oh, the four track EP too, bro. Yeah. The fucking yeah. Miguel cover is top notch. I don't even fuck give a fuck. I still want to. Yeah, but I'm talking about like a full body project, not just like like those are like remix EPs and shit. Like this was something me and Tyler made every single song. Right start mm-hmm. to finish and it was uh <coughs> it was a crazy feeling it's a crazy rush especially because i don't think we all i don't think any of us make music for other people to no. listen to it but anybody who makes music and says they don't get hype as fuck when people start listening to their music <laughs> is lying like that feeling is i feel like it, you can't really understand it until you release a project because it's just you put so much time into it. Yeah. And even someone like me, I work quick when I'm making music, even even though I put in probably like half the amount of time into a track that Patrick does. It's, <laughs> it's like oh my God. just getting that, that relief. I, th- I think it's the mm-hmm. finally getting it out there. Getting it out. It's yeah, really, yeah, it's, it's I mean, definitely like, a big release. We don't really release things until I feel like we've listened to them like fully, yeah, like so individually, you know, that, until yeah. it's like... I remember you telling me like, you're just like, People don't people don't deserve it. Like you're just you're you're having fun listening to what you created, right? You just want to listen to it and enjoy it as much as you can. 
you and then your friends, like uh, like our group, right? Yeah. We just listen to it, we enjoy it <laughs> until you realize like this belongs with what, or like I think it's time to let it go, and because yeah. I ha- already created new We're already things, onto like, another thing, another thing, really? and then you give it to the people. There's like there's no there's no point of um, thinking I need to release this, and then this is gonna be the next one. I have to back it up. Like yeah. there's good planning, but I feel like you should just have that instinct of like I think it's time to let it go or if you have like a, a set project it's like you already have it planned properly like just yeah. there, should, there should be patience when when this is happening releasing it I think yeah, yeah. it takes a lot to uh, to kind of yeah look, look inside yourself right after you create something and have that content because like Jake just said there's so many times where you listen to something or you make something you go to bed you wake up the next morning you're like this is so embarrassing. Like, I can't yeah. believe. Was I drugged? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like, you know, like, what was I thinking? When yeah. well, I mean, like, I, I, I want to ask you that question because you just started releasing some some tracks like here ah, and there, putting some stuff oh, out. Yeah, you know, yeah, I see yeah, you exploring yeah. sounds. Like, how does do you get that feeling? Is that why you're releasing that? Like, you have those feelings, or is it just like, well, where are you at with this, and and how are you feeling about it? Great question. Um, where do I stand with this? I think for me, I have struggled to find content with my music still something still something i certainly still Still about um but of course being able to share it is like a like a practice or a meditation on the idea of what patrick just said which is letting go right Mm -hmm. just having that there and you know you count your views or you count your likes or whatever it is you know it's hard it's hard not to sometimes you know it's hard not to let those thoughts get to you but um i think that's for me is is probably my biggest thing at at this point in time right is Mm -hmm. um Finishing something or, or sitting with it long enough and kind of realizing that it's time. It's it's time to, to kind of, yeah, have this out there. Um, mm-hmm. I bet you, like, four months from now, like, I'll delete everything that's on my SoundCloud. Like, it's bound, it's bound to happen. I, mean, I think yeah, we all do. We've all done it. We all still do it. Yeah. Like, still uh, it's I'm on happening. my third SoundCloud account. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, yeah, he's on deleting shit. Oh. Uh, I, have a, I have a fourth one now. Oh, my God. Oh, you really? fill up all the minutes, bro. Not, no, no pro. No pro. Yeah. So Go pro, private, no, no. Private tracks. Yeah, uh, Navik and I work 80 hours a week just to pay for our pro account. So shout out to SoundCloud. Uh, we don't actually do it. They're definitely uh, eating away at our paychecks here. Um, so one thing, you know, uh, one thing that I really do want to ask you guys, you very briefly mentioned, you know, you, you come up with that sound, you feel it, and then you're on to the next. Uh, seeing that it is, you know, first month of the new year, I'm not trying to say... You know, what have you guys got lined up for the year? But what do you guys feel like is next for you individually right now? What is the one thing that you're kind of excited to be doing? Yeah, right now with your music. You know what? We'll start with Tyler, and then I want to hear from RJ, uh, (laughs) because this guy said three words I'll show, but Tyler, please, man. Well, RJ is, like, part of my answer. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Um, 2010, was it, that we did Excuses? Um, RJ shrugged. I'm going to narrate for you. RJ, so yeah, do it. RJ is like low-key a genius, high-key a genius. And um, he's just very timid. I'm the biggest fan here. Nobody loves these guys more. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was like an audible hug. (laughs) And and they hey in unison. That's how we felt. Yeah. Um, But we have a band now. We don't have a name. But we have a band with uh, Luke Rinaldi, Adam Rinaldi, RJ Oreos. And I'm also part of another band now. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Christian Brothers. Right now it's called Christian Brothers because we're whack as hell. Um, 
you have a fifth SoundCloud account for this or? Yeah, you know, we're working on Bandcamp. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> running out of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah running out of minutes. We're starting um, to track the IPs. Just a lot of collaborative work this year. Uh, time away took me three fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not rushing any solo work, really, but I'm making sure that I'm learning and working with other artists and, like, just moving. Yeah. Keyword learning. Um, Absolutely. Existence. <laughs> yeah, we have to talk about this. I mean, a little Shit, bit, you know. A little bit. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> let we're gonna let the project speak for itself. I don't want to uh, say too much. We're not yeah. gonna say too much, but Zed's been working on this project for a very long time. Yeah, man. Um, all I, all I can ask is is where the people can hear, because by the time this podcast is mm-hmm. is released, uh, Existence will be out. Uh, people hear. You could you could catch it on um, Eric's site, unitxxyy.com. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna share that for sure dot com um honestly it's it's just gonna it's gonna be there that's what it's, it's gonna be my existence just you know audibly translated for you in, in, in the best way i've been working on it for a while and Fair it's just right. like like what we just recently talked about you know just letting it go i'm just ready to let it all go because i'm on to next stuff like yeah. i have the whole year planned every month 17th something's coming out so that's like I, that's how long i've been you know planning and practicing and working and creating and it's just it's constant so it's just gonna keep on happening on yeah it's sure. gonna keep on happening that's 2017 i mean like i don't even know when the next one is but like 2017 is locked down already yeah. so absolutely that's, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> planned out is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just gotta you know what i mean and yeah. it's and i mean like see the thing is like since i put out existence uh if i'm gonna put out existence the way i'm putting it out it's just like the way it is the titles are kind of like the calendar for the mm. whole year track one to 12 month one to 12 so it's like, I can't really change it at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's set Locked in stone. So it's like, down. you know, a lot of artists get that freedom to just, like, switch it last second before yeah. it comes out. I mean, like, these are just, like, I'm settled. Like, I've already decided these yeah. are good. But you're realizing people are trying to, like, plan a project and release it, like, within a week or something. And you have, like, your whole year planned out. So <laughs> I know it's not out, but, like, congratulations just for yeah, just for the plan. Yeah, round of applause. Round of applause. It's a planning stage. But, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of patience. For man. like as long as I've known, Zed's been one of the most conceptual and like disciplined artists that I have had the privilege of working with. Mm, so agree. for him yeah, to like finally have a fucking <laughs> a year, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say a project, but like I'm a sorry, year? guys. Yeah, I had to, I had to take this one. <laughs> oh, it's the year of seventeen. It's the 17. year of twenty-seven. It's you're releasing a discography in a year. Yeah. It's the tenth year that we've been, that we've known us seven times. Yeah. Oh, 127? 127. Oh, 127 is his birthday. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's everything's just year. like... It's, it's a numbers, numbers year. year. It's definitely a numbers, numbers year. year for us. You guys ever see that movie 23 with Jim Carrey? Yeah. <laughs> Shit crazy. Oh, the, the, it was like a horror? Kind of. It was like, it was like Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it. Jake was either was very impressed or very <laughs> unimpressed with that movie. He knows his genres. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. These guys have planned for 2017. Yeah, seriously. They only hear about me because I have that shit the whole year. But like, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm working on an album. Uh, I've been I've been producing, uh, for almost six years now. Mm. And uh, for like the past past years, I've always been like, I'm not ready for an album. I don't feel like. I'm able to express myself yet, and I've been just trying to learn and learn, and I felt like I realized realizing like like maybe last month or two months ago that uh, I'm ready, 
and uh, and I've been pretty much subconsciously been like working on my album for a year now. I've been okay. I bring like I've been bringing tracks that I've made like over a year ago into this into this project that I'm working on. So right now it's just more of they have to marinate. Just, yeah, marinate and keep just keep collecting and writing and and seeing what fits and then I'm just being really patient with it. I'm not I'm not trying mm. to force it. Mm. Uh, so but yeah, I'm working I'm working on it right now. Mm. Um, and then then there's a few tracks that I've been that I finished with all these guys that I feel like it's they've been on the shelf for too long. Yeah. So I'm thinking of letting them go soon. I don't yeah. know for sure. Soon, yeah, soon. 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 Right. soon. Keeping it low key soon. Yeah. No, it's fair. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, that's that's what that's what been just keep writing. Of course. Just keep writing. Yeah. And uh and Eric, kinda in this situation, I think Zed very briefly mentioned your your website here. You kind of hold yourself as the as the gatekeeper in terms of in terms of being able to to have all this <laughs> yeah, all this really art is. kind of at your helm, you know, for for you to kind of display in, in whichever way. Is there anything in particular that there's, you know, whether in your own work or in your in your work or your collaboration with these guys <clears> that you kind of want to see uh, come into fruition this year? Um, Jake was speaking on earlier the the idea of curation. Mm. So like being able to curate these guys' work is kind of really uh, exciting for me. So for them to be able to kind of say, here, look, I want you to do this for me and kind of put that in my hands is, is kind of a really nice feeling but for me I'm kind of working on this website that essentially trying to eliminate SoundCloud I don't mm. want these guys artists name to be pulled up to some next guy who just signed up as well they shouldn't be in contact with each other just through a click of a button right um, so it's I appreciate that thank you. Just just to, thank you for caring <laughs> like there's, there's no need for that you guys have put in too much work to put your art next to someone else's who doesn't give a fuck thank you right. um, yeah. so I'm just trying to create a platform for these guys to showcase their work in um properly um what's the word that i'm looking for in a presentable manner but also like a, a fuck, what's the word professional manner yeah that they can also be proud of say this is my portfolio for 2017 or this is the portfolio yeah. for last year that they can make contacts through that yeah um so that's in terms of working with these guys that's my goal for 2017 right on, personally man. i want to just continue making contacts with more people as I as I continue to grow, but mostly like visual people, people that kind of because I get these guys whenever they talk about creation, I get it right away. But there's always always that translation that needs to translate back to visual. That's right. So I want to meet these people that I can kind of get one on one. Not that I don't get these guys one on one, but you know, I think you guys know what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah. What, I, what I learned a lot from just being around Eric and just becoming really close friends with him was, I've before before being friends with him, I've never really thought of. Um, my music, I just thought of it sonically. I never thought of like it having a visual side of things being just as important. But starting like I remember when he started taking up photography, I would just follow him around. But then I was like, yo, why don't I just bring a camera and do it with him, you know? And he just made me understand like how important to have like an overall vision of your story. Mm. And and he he helps a lot to bring like some of my stuff visually because there's just a lot of my stuff is like very experimental and maybe people don't understand it like a, a lot of electronic sounds but there was a time where we made that gum chewer yeah and you really let people understand what i was trying to do right. and so he made he made me realize like visually my my music's just as visually important 
than just listening to it. Right. So, so whenever you're talking about collages, that makes me so excited. Like whenever you try to associate a collage with your work, yeah, that's super. That's so sick. You're thinking <laughs> of both layers of it. You're thinking of both sides. As yeah. simple as you're making one side as a collage, it's still yeah. hand in hand. It's just yeah. So shout out to Eric for making me just learn Bro, that yeah. like <laughs> visually is important too. Yeah. It's not just about the music anymore. Right it's on. just showing who I am as an overall thing, you know, mm-hmm. sonically and visually yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like i feel like yeah you gotta tackle all the senses you know because we're all in our own worlds and, yeah. you know it's your own reality so we gotta get we're trying to make everyone understand our own so that's yeah. kind of yeah visually it's very <laughs> shout out to rico for being <laughs> for putting up with time it. away was fun man like when we were working on time away with, like something <laughs> time away and shit yeah. oh my gosh yeah that was cool that onesie Hey, hella cozy. Where the wild things are. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many conversations about Time Away, though, that, like, if it was executed the way we wanted to, because there, there, there was things that fell through, obviously, yeah. but, like, I feel like those conversations were necessary in order to just be, like, this is what I want to do. Maybe not now, but, like, definitely in the future, yeah. recycling some ideas or some, some concepts mm-hmm. or... Yeah, for sure. Whether, what, even though it didn't happen then, it, it's, it was still necessary, I feel like, for growth of both of us kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Your, your room for improvement, right? I mean, there, as an architecture student, you do it has critiques be, all has the time, be. right? Yeah. I mean, now you don't have like a group of 50 something year old white guys. You yeah. have your friends and your peers and yourself to reevaluate, you know? Maybe a little less emotional attachment, yeah, yeah. right? But, but even that, like, it's almost easier for me to sit in front of a room of 50 people and kind of show what I had to my project because right. I couldn't care less what they were going to say. Mm. So when I share with these guys, like, I'm actually interested in the and the feedback that they give me, that's why I go to them. I, I'm not posting anything on Instagram anymore. Because yeah. I couldn't care less whether you're liking it or not because <laughs> you're not giving me any feedback. Right. These guys give me feedback. That's really the only people that I want to yeah. go to. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, these are the only, this group of people are the only people that's I take right. actual feedback from. I learned that in a time where we were definitely in contact with more people, sharing our music with more people, and not obviously we share our music with a lot of people now but i mean more on a personal level like at a larger group of friends and i remember those people telling us i i I remember those people telling us like how much they loved our music and stuff and then i look at stuff that they were saying they really liked at the same time and it kind of takes away from what they were saying about your music and that's like i honestly the th- every time I make a track, as soon as I'm finished it, I'm like, I can't fucking wait to, to, everybody to everybody because I know I'm going to get a real opinion. And I think one thing that's really cool is none of us are afraid to tell each other that something's not working, mm-hmm. but that's never happened. I don't remember a, t- a time where anybody was like, I don't fuck with this yeah. at all. Yeah. So it's, like, all it's like, cool. <laughs> it's cool that <laughs> we we know that that That's openness funny. is there. Right. And we're still like so excited to share the music with each other, but then it never ends up happening. We always end up <laughs> fucking with each other's stuff. Yeah. In at least some way. Like in real life, we're rude as fuck to each other. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we know that like make up for it. Yeah. 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 Music's tight. I am a hundred percent like one of the biggest assholes you'll ever meet. So <laughs> like when, when I Yo, follow him on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, whenever I uh, whenever I'm always kind of at first I was always scared of listening to friends' music because mm-hmm. I didn't want to 
have to shit on it, but yeah. it's not a situation I ever find myself in. Yeah. Anymore. It's exactly that. Yeah. There's oh, a cool, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, there's like, there's a, we had this, uh, me and Freddie had this gorilla experience uh, a couple months ago, and I think the best part of it was not even the, 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 what's the, the listening session. Mm-hmm. I thought it was before and after we were just playing music for the people, like the, yeah. the whole set of vibe. Yeah. And all we played was just our friends' music. Oh, yeah. It's just, just each of our own tracks or the, the collaborator project. Catalog like that. that yeah, was it was, I, yeah, I, I collected it. We didn't even, give, like, they didn't give us me all of their music, but enough to, like, use. How much, like, Five 11, hours. It was, I think it was, like, seven <laughs> hours of music. Yeah. It was around there. And we, it, I just put on, I had it on a shuffle in like this huge venue, and I was just playing, and we were just, you could just see each other's faces when it came on. Everyone was just vibing yeah, out, yeah, and like, it was, it was just crazy to see how much content we had, and we were able to like have it at a at a venue where people can be like, yo, what is that tracker? Who's that on? And we'd be like, that's just the guy on the left over here, <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, yeah. it's no, not like dude oh, sitting on the couch, yeah, high as fuck. <laughs> Everything that you heard, man, it was, was just like we were all there. We were all there, yeah. It's just crazy. We just have so much content, and like, we just know. If we have fun, we know, like, other people, maybe not everyone's going to like it, but we know people are going to like it. And, like, as long as it was, like, we have the creative, like, open to, like, just have the space to do it. It's, like, why not just let people hear our world, like, yeah. all of our worlds, you know? Just let them let them see what they like. And we just, we, at the end of the day, we just all like it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what I think is the most important. And it's just, like, just to show, like, this is what we're about. And I think I think that was the best part, just seeing everyone just happy to hear their music being played. I think yeah. that's a good yeah, hearing it on a big system is always sick. It's always yeah. tight. Every yeah. time you hear something you made on a fucking, on a fucking system, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that night was sick. It was fun. Yeah, it was cool. And it was there was one point like he was saying like not people didn't know whose track it was, yeah. and like one of my beasts was playing, and I just like looked around the corner, and there was like fucking people okay. dancing and shit, and it was just like really it was cool to see that kind of like uninfluenced reaction it's not yeah. like you were standing listen to my music like yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like you were this playing is me, this the music yeah. with your mixtapes in hand yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly that's Every that's why I'm a on? producer yeah. I like kind of being behind like, the scenes yeah and not even necessarily just behind the scenes but kind of I don't think people always fully get what a producer does mm-hmm. so I like seeing the reactions to like people hearing Especially because I work with samples so much, sometimes like it's hard to know what I did and what's part of the sample because that's a big thing for me. I kind of like making it sound like that's the original song. Uh, So yeah, it's just I I think we nights like that are cool, and I think that's something that I can see us definitely doing more in the future, where it's kind of just like. A fucking mash of every yeah, just more and more new music. Made. It's just like and it'll then, never end. And then even if like two songs come on from the same person, it could be two completely different, different songs different. Yeah. that you wouldn't even know it's the same person yeah. playing yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I've always yeah like before I started making music I was like I started DJing mm. and so I've always loved to share music with people like if people tell me what they like I can find something that they will enjoy like like I just I know like a lot of music where if you give me like well oh, I listen to like five different artists I can find something that or like even to set a mood or something so when I started DJing I, I think 
now I can bring that back in into my life again because now I just want to be able to share like my friends' music, like the, the music I listen to, and so that was like a great opportunity. The when we had that when I had that venue to do that listening session was to be able to play play my friends' music and my and my music. It's just I think that's always what I love to do is just share music. But now it's just like now I have like my music and my friends' music that I I can yeah. just share with people because we have so much. Right. So I want to bring that back and just kind of. Like set moods and parties and just people having good times with, with what we've created. Mm -hmm. So that's like that's also what I want to bring back this year too. Hundred percent authentic. Authentic. Down the street and hear the same song. Yeah, Yeah. rather than going to like a bar and hearing like these these bangers like hear our bangers, you know. (laughs) Even in uh, Peterborough, when you and I DJed, I was playing some of our shit. Yeah, man. Yo, how was that? Yeah, I remember him telling me that you were going to be DJing, and then he he came in. Tell us that story of like, RJ, the Peterborough. <laughs> yeah, RJ's. I heard RJ had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I left. I uh, I went through. Uh, shout out our guy Kevin Mill. He uh, he's Holy graduated. Fuck Kevin Mill. Kevin Mill, Mill has radio. Yeah. Play hockey with him. No. Play hockey with him. No, I went to elementary school. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out Kevin. He uh, he graduated and he uh, and he was having like a he was throwing his own little boiler room in his like in his That's room tight. in his apartment. It was very funny. He lives right next door to his landlord, so it was very risky. But he was like, well, it's my last night, and uh, yeah, he, he invited Tyler and I to uh, to come up and mash the whole set. Uh, so we had to bring our buddy RJ with us too nice. for the uh, snowy drive up, and uh, yeah, it was very very quaint, you know, probably like a room of like six or seven guys, uh, little red light on, and Tyler and I just kind of spun a little set. I unfortunately had to leave, but why? Um, I worked the next morning at five. Ah, oh, so, uh, shit, yeah, yeah. priorities. Now you're back from yeah, here, bro. Survival. <laughs> yeah. Survival. Yeah. You gotta live out here. Exactly. That was fun, man. Yeah, man. Fun. Super super fun night, and same kind of thing, right? It's just. Uh, it's hearing a reaction like all night. I had some man come up to him, Tyler or I and just be like, "Yo, play bad and bougie, bro. Play bad and bougie." <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Like, one, I don't have it. Two, I'm kind of thankful I don't have it. Like, you already know what it sounds like. You can plug in your phone, play with your auxiliary cord, and play, yeah, yeah, play it on your way home. You know, like, uh, yeah. If that's what you wanted to hear, then. But why, why are we here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why are you here? Yeah. That's the question. Um, and like I and I understand it's like oh you know these guys are, are DJing or these guys are spinning like they're just kind of playing hype. But I guess the way it was uh, the idea was originally shared to Tyler and I was like oh you know we'd like to to hear some music you're you're making or the music that you'd like to set in the mix or whatever it is. So um, yeah, I think that kind of goes back to one believing in your vision. Um, and two, you know, having a support, you know, I think if I didn't yeah. have Tyler there, I probably would have just been like, ah, oh, fuck, and like plugged <laughs> in an auxiliary cord on the phone and played yeah. that Amigos, you know. I mean, shout out Amigos, like, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's a banging track. Yeah, new yeah. Beatles, I suppose, right? So that's what they, uh, that's what they, that's what they say in these streets. <laughs> in these streets. same color oh t-shirt. Oh, my God. Um, Man, that night I played a track that I flipped for you. Dude. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't even know about that. Actually. Man, no, of course not. Yeah, Dude, a surprise, right? You know? Sneaky. Sneaky um, T. I just want you guys to revamp DJing. Like, I, I, I just feel like, even me personally, I just have this sort of, like, lack of respect for DJs because it's just, like, you, the DJs nowadays, it's just, it's people are only really paying you for your music taste. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, I trust, I trust the DJs who are actually making music, who are yeah. creating the stuff they're playing because they're really trying to like you know explore sounds and they're really they understand music is that that's why i trust their you know their sets and stuff like you guys you guys understand it's just like 
I can't really fuck with, you know, someone who's just going to go and play bad and bougie, then play <laughs> fake love, and then play, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. you know, I can listen to those anywhere else. It's just like, if I'm going to go listen to a DJ or going to go to, like, a DJ set, I want to hear the music they listen to. Yeah. That inspires them. That, you know, that's what the whole point of playing music, you know, for people is about. It's just like letting them understand, you know? You or even just, like, DJing vinyl. Like, that's, you got oh, two turntables yeah. at Patrick's place. That shit is so hard to do. Oh, There's man, yeah. knowing what song to play after what song. But yeah, that's actually that's like, actually a talent, that's an art by yeah. itself. Even though it's someone else's track, there's still so much technique there, between. Yeah. There's also that. even more yeah. art to that because like these people that are that are vinyl DJs, they go out of their way to go to a store and find things that you can't find online. Online, yeah. You're literally like it's literally they could see the artwork and be like, this is beautiful, and they they, they look at it, they read at the instruments, they play it. They're like, oh my god, I can sample this, or uh, this is would be beautiful for this set. And like they go, they take time out of their like their lives mm-hmm. to 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 hear something to share to like people that will never ever hear this in their lives, yeah. or they even just. It's a lot of money too. Oh man, it is. <laughs> I've spent a lot of money on records, but it's like. It's worth I don't, it. It's worth it. Yeah. It's just having someone's like album, like their artwork. It just shows so much effort they put into it. Like there's the whole stories there of why they, they they made this album, and like it shows the credits, the thank yous, the the instruments that were played, uh, which ones were produced, who was mastered. Like everything is just beautifully done, and I think that's what uh, seeing guys like come in with crates. Like I'm just like <laughs> you guys. I've you never guys, seen that. Like, yeah, it's just it's a beautiful thing to see. Like they they actually take the time rather than they care about their craft. They putting in USBs, music. yeah, they care about it, exactly. Like yeah. instead of just hearing what you can hear on the radio or like, what's yeah, hot. I can make a quick buck playing Bad and Bougie. Yeah, Lucas, out, my 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 buddy Lucas DeMarco, he's the one that introduced me to DJing, producing. Mm. He's like, uh, yeah, plug, real plug. Yeah, he's <laughs> the one. He's, he's yeah, yeah, for sure. So shout out to Lucas, Lucas DeMarco. Lucas yeah. DeMarco. Uh, Unfortunately, we got to wrap this up here, but before we do, uh, there's a lot of people who contribute to this collective that we have who couldn't join us on the pod. You guys want to shout them oh, out yeah. and share their names uh, real quick? Jacob with the Beats. Yeah. Jacob with the Beats. Alpha Beta Blank. Yeah. Alpha Beta Blank. Frederick Reginald. Frederick yes. Reginald. Shout out Freddy. Freddy Reginald. Yeah. And uh, Pierre. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna shout out the vinyls. Yeah, yeah. Vinyls, yeah, Mario sure. Mario Mario did they even did they even link up for it? Link up. Uh, Mac. Yo, Mac. Amen God. Oh, yeah, amazing. Uh, Amen God. Phase of the one. Where... I thought they were all supposed to be here. Yeah. Well, they're working. Uh, yeah. Um. Who else? Just. Everyone, man. Household. The household. Everybody. Yeah. The household. <laughs> man. It's a family. Yeah, it's a real thing. We have, yeah. <laughs> yes. Everyone. I'm scared now. I'm scared that I miss someone. I mean, <laughs> I'm scared now. I started well, shooting like, off names. I'm like, uh. yeah, I mean, like, that, that's really it. Hey, you know who you are. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> gonna drop yeah, Charlie. I mean, like, if I, yeah, there's a lot of names that we could CJ. Yeah, say, just yeah, thank yeah, you to CJ. all these people that just. They constantly stick with, with us. us. They're yeah, constantly with They listen to our music too. They, yeah, it's not like they don't they don't come in and like uh, all like let's collaborate, let's write music. They're 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 just there. They're just constantly like they're just our friends. They're yeah. Just yeah, wanna, they just want to make music. They yeah, like, just enjoy like, being. Yeah. I never they, expected me to continue making friends at twenty three years old. Like it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. It's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've I've met these guys for like a year and a half now, but it feels like I've known them like my whole lives. Yeah, they know me more than like. People I've known for my whole 10. life. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life, seriously. It's, it's like, true. yeah, 
it gets it gets really personal like when we, we we hang out we just talk about life and i think that's what sparks like our creativity too is just going on a personal level for sure and i mean like someone, even yeah, yeah like listening through each other's music is just like when we we know that emotion that they're conveying is like a true com- like a true emotion that they felt it's something that they've actually like experienced so it's like it's that much more real and it helps us understand each other that much more you know having the art there as well as the conversation for real Thanks for having us and allowing us to open yeah, up. Yeah, for oh, sure. Man, Thank you. It's very cathartic to, to talk. For real, yeah. yeah. Of course, man. Man, you know what's yeah. even more cathartic? Uh, freestyle. <laughs> Before we jump into this freestyle, though, I got to ask you guys one last question. This is the question that I've struggled to kind of ask without <clears> being <throat> just out front. This is kind of corny of me to ask you up front, but uh, what do you guys call yourselves? What is this collective? My name's Eric. <laughs> 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 Um, I mean, I guess where, where the root is, is, is Whitlock. That's where the roots are, is like where we, I guess music and all of us were in the same room mm. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. The whole crew, like Minus everybody. Me. Priorities. But it, My yeah. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, it just, it all started at our friend Faisal. Shout out to Faisal yeah, for letting that. his house, Amon God, to let his house be a, 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 a venue. A venue. Uh, in Ajax, domain, and really. so I think that was the first time we all got together to like listen to our each other's listen to each other's music and just perform it and share it to people, and it just felt so right. It didn't feel like one guy was just like, oh, like we shouldn't have done that, or or this could have like, you didn't hear anyone kind of any negative vibe. Even the people there, like the the audience, like it just felt so right that like the street that home, our friend yeah. Faisal lives on is Whitlock, Whitlock Crescent. So. We just thought like, like to just say overall like Whitlock is is, is a name that that where the roots are where the roots where it came yeah. from at first that where we all felt like okay this is a family like it just felt we were all happy with the outcome and just bonding that night yeah or the past couple of nights because we were rehearsing and practicing and do testing on the visuals and while we we're testing out the visuals Zeta was playing some unreleased beats and we we're with the visuals and we we're like yo like that was the first time I met you too yeah, yeah. that was the first time I met you fuck that so, was yeah, that's big ups to that big ups to Whitlock man see yeah. it, it pulled up a lot of like, I think if Faisal's was like no like we can't throw the party I think it, it could have been different you things never know things would have been a lot different to yeah. be honest yeah, yeah I think so because it was like a co- we had like three days of rehearsing and just practicing and having to get together to like make just something. make something like happen and it happened and it just felt like it was a hell of a time <laughs> yeah so i yeah i would say whitlock whitlock, whitlock yeah okay whitlock. oh man tyler eric patrick Jaden, jacob rj thank you guys all for joining us thank, thank you, you for having you. this uh thank you Chris, not Chris. i think i think one thing that uh Nivik and i have kind of well i think i should say Nivik kind of reminded me of within this past year of doing this podcast is that um so much of what we are able to share with the world isn't something that we 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 really know that we have and it is when we get together with people or it's when someone mm-hmm. kind of says to you man hey i really like that button on your shirt like you should you should keep doing that or hey man that track is where it's really at and you you form a community or you form your collective from all shapes and sizes whether it's your ethnic background or whether it's for something like music or, or an art form or a sport or whatever it is it's in your community that you can find yourself you know so mm-hmm. to anyone who is listening to this podcast you know whether you're making music or whether you're trying to be the next cristiano ronaldo or whatever, you know <laughs> if you're just uh, creating yeah we hope you can you you can find your community you know and uh 
And yeah, as Tyler find Crater always says, yeah, find your find your world, find your wings, you know? Um, so yeah, my name's Chris, aka Chris, aka Mr. Date Your Girl with you. Um, and I'm closing the show with my boy Navek. We're gonna jump into this freestyle real quick, but Navek, man, any last words before we uh we spit some hot bars? Um, yeah, I have some important things to say. And they include Hey, just just be careful out there. When you walk outside, walk with your feet first on the ground. Look where you're walking. Don't walk into a drawer because it'll hit your leg and your thigh and it'll hurt your shin so bad. <laughs> and nothing will heal it. You just gotta wait out the pain. Time. Four days approximately. <laughs> and it'll hurt a lot. So look where you're walking. Talk where you're talking <laughs> and laugh where you're laughing. Why is there a drawer outside? <laughs> mm. Quick questions. <laughs> this is a high top flip flop signing out. We're going to jump in this freestyle. We'll see you guys sometime soon. Baby in your face. Tell me what you say Young 27, 25, where I stay Know where I be, know where I been Y'all already know, yeah, I'm out for the feds If they coming close, I'ma push them off They gon' rip my boss, I ain't really soft I just come hard, yeah, I go hard Press it down his head, know he got the bars Need to pick a ring, know it's going down Meet me in the town, what the fuck is going down Coming straight from North Town, it's a sound we going down Now we Got it going around like your bitch, you going down on the switch. You go with the flow, flow up. Bitch, you know I show up with the pop the fruit, roll up in my mouth. How I got the fruity, fruity, juicy. Bitches got the juicy fruit, chewy, chewy. I gum chew it, Patrick, do it. Do it, spit fluid just like a new flow. Like, Jose got the hublot on lock, no, I'm too broke. But that's a check, that's a fucking shit. Got the facts up on my rip. Hey. Hit this shit, it's going down. Motherfucking flow, know that shit is going down. Mm. Pass it to Navig, cause he about to bring it down. Bust it down, yo. I'm about to handle fucking crown. Take it now, oh. Whoa, fuck Ajax, I don't flip packs. Sandwich mm. on my dresser. Long John's to impress her. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> How you dress nice? <clears throat> White tee and some shorts in the wintertime. No jacket, oh my god. So cold, so cold like my bars. Or like my wrist. My wrist hurt again. Time max. Ouch. Oh my god. What you got? Um, <clears throat> probably a Rolex. Bitch, watch me flex.